Praise the Lord. This is Brother Marino and my broadcast today is titled, It's Not God's Fault. You know, in our world today, it seems to be one of the vices that so many use when tragic things happen, when bad things happen to good people, when innocent people perish. And it's just a very common card that a lot of people pull out, a question that people ask. Why did God let this happen? God didn't let anything happen. John chapter 10, verse 7. So Jesus said again, What I'm about to tell you is true. I am like a gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I'm like a gate. Anyone who enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out, and they will find plenty of food. Verse 10, A thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life. I want them to have it in the fullest possible way. That's from the NIRV, one of my very favorite versions to study from right next to the King James. God doesn't let, and the word, key word is let, bad things happen. People, people do bad things. Even Satan himself only has the power of his voice, the power to tempt. But it's man that makes the decision to do good or evil. The root of evil is sin. It isn't God. It's not God's fault. It's sin from the beginning. Job taught, man is of a few days and full of trouble. It's not very long before we begin to sin, before we become of the age of accountability. It's sin that has brought disease and sickness, genocide, death, murder, rape, all of these many evils we can talk about. Sin is the root, not God. I want to encourage you to understand something. Stop blaming God It's not God's fault. James chapter 1, starting with verse 13. When a person is tempted, they shouldn't say, God is tempting me. God can't be tempted by evil, and he doesn't tempt anyone. But each person is tempted by their own evil desires. These desires lead them on and drag them away. When these desires are allowed to remain, they lead to sin. And when sin is allowed to remain and grow, it leads to death. Sin is the root. Rebellion against the law, principles, and love of God has brought this world to a place of tragedy. Yet, there is much hope to be found, much joy to be found in life. Life is unfair, yet... We have a hope beyond this world that is in Jesus Christ. He is the good shepherd.
It's His will that all should be saved. It's not His will that any should perish. We have got to learn to trust Him and believe Him that He is in control of our life. There may be a time when God allows us to go through a trial. He may put us to a test, but He will not tempt us. He put Job through a mighty test, but Job came out the victor. Job settled in his mind, even if he kills me, I will trust him, and I know my Redeemer lives. And Job received twice as much as he had before, and he lived twice as long. Job was, his latter end was greater than his former. This is our God. Amen. Glory to the Most High God. Lord Jesus, we praise you today, and we thank you for all of your many blessings and your great love, grace, and mercy in our lives. This is Brother Marino, and I want to read a beloved psalm. Psalm 121 from the NIRV. I look up to the mountains. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord. He is the maker of heaven and earth. He won't let your foot slip. He who watches over you won't get tired. In fact, he who watches over Israel won't get tired or go to sleep. The Lord watches over you. The Lord is like a shade tree at your right hand. The sun won't harm you during the day. The moon won't harm you during the night. The Lord will keep you from every kind of harm. He will watch over your life. The Lord will watch over your life no matter where you go, both now and forever. <clears throat> Our God cares about us. In the New Testament, we are taught by the Lord Himself that He numbers the hairs on our head. Oh, how He loves us. Oh, how He cares for us. He truly loves us. And here is a deep illumination. God, when He sees us, He sees not what we are, but what we will become in His kingdom. The Lord carries us. He strengthens us and He helps us. Through this life of uncertainty, anxiety, and fear, through this world cursed by sin, He leads us with a strong, mighty hand. He sees the eternal because He is an eternal God. We must learn to look at the eternal and not the temporary. Be careful not to be caught up in the temporary. We may go through sickness. That doesn't mean God has forgotten us or that He doesn't love us. Because whether He heals us or not, He sees the future. And if we stay faithful and we stay, we stay in our relationship with Him, we love Him, 
in the end, ultimately, we shall receive this glory, the relationship with Jesus, a body like unto his glorious body, forever to live with him. And this temporary life, when it's over, however long it lasts, it is still temporary. It's like a flower that fades in a field. Yet, if we can get our mind and our heart to understand that sometimes bad things happen, yet we serve a God. We have the benefit of being a Christian and serving a God who can heal us, who can deliver us. And like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said to Nebuchadnezzar, if our God delivers us, then praise God. But if we should perish in that furnace, then we perish. Either way, we're going to stay faithful to our God and we will never bow to this idol. And I'm saying I will never bow to any idol. I will never bow to any authority that opposes the Lord Jesus. The day of trying when this world begins to move in this latter day and the Antichrist rises, the day of trying is coming. If we cannot be faithful to God now, how can we say we can serve him then? Yet I give you hope that regardless of where we may end up, look up to the mountains. Your help comes from Jesus Christ.